So, this is multi-pitch stance management part two, twists. So, it's kind of interesting when we do multi-pitch stance management. I talked about that already in one podcast. But the the big thing that happens in multi-pitch climbing, and this is specifically, I'm going to specifically talk about parallel or split rope technique, is twists in the rope. And those twists are tricky because in the sense of like they're very hard to visualize sometimes, at least they have been for me, like what's actually happening um, with the twists. And they can make it really hard to belay um, when you have a significant amount of twists at the plaquette, for example. It's a little bit, it's very awkward to belay. And then potentially your plaquette may not engage one of the ropes as much if someone falls because you have all this rope bunched up and kind of um, inhibiting the the load strand from pinching the brake strand on one of the sides of the plaquette. So it, there, there are some actual safety issues that could happen, could happen with that, um, even though it's lower likelihood. You need a quite a bit of twist to do that, but it's something to think about. Um, but it took me a long time to realize that a lot of times when I was younger, when I'd have twists in the rope, and I actually had real twists, that I put them in myself. And because there's this thing when you're climbing in, in parallel where what looks like twists aren't actually twists. And that when I tried to fix the twist problem, right, by having people like duck under the rope and kind of untwist the rope, what I really was doing was actually adding the twists in. So it's kind of interesting. So you got to think about the rope and or the two ropes rather. And it's like, nothing's happening in the middle, for example. What's hap- all, the, all the issues are happening at the ends. So it's either your end or at the client's end. Now, if you think about two pieces of rope parallel to each other, right? Completely clean, right? The only way you can put real twists in is if you take the two ends on one side and twist them there. So that could be you, which means if you are climbing and you're trailing two ropes, that means you would have to be doing 360 degree spirals or taking a rope and flipping it over your head and stepping over and flipping over your head and stepping over. I don't know how many times you do that when you lead, probably pretty rare. Maybe in a chimney, a little 360 degree um, spin, definitely something that could happen there. But once again, probably pretty rare. So at the other end, you have the client, right? Now, they're both on their own rope, so they have the ability to actually put twists in the system and even tie little half hitches and stuff if you're not careful. That's even rarer, but it can happen. I've seen that happen. Um, but they're the ones that can put, actually put twists in the rope, right? If they go over and under and over and under the ropes, right? So really good coaching as a guide to have them not do that is really key, but they oftentimes forget, you know, to not do that and especially in terrain that's really broken it's ledgy when you're in parallel because all of a sudden now you have the rope kind of running up at an angle and there's a gap underneath and if someone's climbing it seems like super intuitive just to kind of go underneath that gap where that's fine as long as they go back underneath the gap a little bit later but usually coaching people to go over the rope and back over the rope is a little bit better um, but sometimes when you have those gaps you know it's a little bit harder to do that because the rope's kind of out away from the wall so really steppy terrain, ledgy terrain is, is a great terrain set that tends to promote twisting the rope because clients tend to go through those um, underneath the rope. So it's something you have to be conscious of. And if you don't have a lot of good visual or the pitch is pretty long, you may not be able to catch all that. Plus, when you're playing two people at once, 
you have a lot going on in managing. I really don't like playing two people at once unless the climbing is hard enough where they're both kind of moving at a really slow or consistent pace. But when you have like sections of easy climbing to harder climbing, easy climbing, harder climbing, you know, and you have to pull really fast on one and not on the other. And it it's just a lot of work, quite frankly, physically, depending on your ropes and then just kind of mentally to kind of keep up with that, but also coach them. So anyway, I don't, I don't want to get any more into parallel for those reasons, but your clients could put twists in the rope, right? So, but there's another phenomenon that happens, which is what is kind of the root of this is when you clip into your anchor, for example, um, as you just lead up and you're pulling the two ropes up, depending on how you do that, or depending on the terrain, especially if there's some directional changes, a um, little bit of traversing bits in there, what can happen is your ropes can actually twist upon themselves as you pull the rope up. Now they're not really twisted. So sometimes um, you have ropes that have just a little inherent twist in them just to begin with. You know, they tend to kind of coil up a little bit. Like when you lower your pal, they're a little bit twisty. Um, so sometimes you have this little bit of inherent twist. And what will happen is the ropes will kind of twist from a center point kind of outwardly on both sides. So up and down. So what looks like twists in your rope, if you actually would to pull them super tight, it would actually pull them apart. So you actually have one rope that's kind of spinning around the other one. Or they both could be swinging around themselves, but there's actually not twists there. And what can happen is if you think about that center point where the twists are happening on either side of it, if you capture those twists below that, for example, the below that center point, so as you hook into the plaquette and you capture those twists below you, now they could be 30 feet below you down or like subtly twisted down to the um, lower belay stand. So you can't really see them. It also depends on the train, but what happens is you actually capture twists in the rope that aren't really there. So when you belay up, it looks like there's twists in the rope. But if you were to literally just undo the belay, for example, let's, let's work in the theoretical here and then pull the rope tight again between the, the, belayer, the climbers and the belayer, there'd actually be no twists in there. So if you have that phenomenon happening and you all of a sudden you're like, oh man, there's like three twists in the rope. How did that happen? The ropes were perfectly clean off that last station. There's no way they put twists in that rope. I saw them the whole time. It's say you're climbing slab climbing. They're both climbing you know, parallel next to each other. There's no weird terrain. There's no way they could put twists in this rope, right? So if you have them untwist the rope, right? What you're doing is you're actually adding twists to the rope because there's actually no twists in the rope. That's the, that's the kind of the mind, um, teaser there. Um, so the key is when we're, we see twists and we're like, holy crap, how do we deal with this twist is one, if you are looking down and you know, the ropes are perfectly clean, right off the belay, there's no reason that there should be twists. And you see a client actually step under the rope and then over the rope, creating a twist, <coughs> excuse me. Right then and there, if you can see that, you could have them step back over the rope and untwist it. Cool. But if you didn't see that, and all of a sudden there's twists at the plaquette, the best thing to do is get them both up to the anchor, clip them into the anchor so it's totally clean on their end. So go below the twist, grab the rope off their harness, like I mentioned before, clip them in the anchor, and then move all that stuff to you. And probably what you're going to find is that the ropes actually aren't twisted. So once you move all that stuff to you and then unhook um, your attachment to the anchors, so you're on a clove hitch, right? So now you're ready to lead. 
you may find that there's actually no twist in the system at all, or maybe a half twist at most, because that's not uncommon there. Um, but wait to the very end before you actually do any mitigation. Push it all to you, right? Um, it took me a long time to figure this out when I was younger. Um, then, like, oftentimes I was adding the twist to the rope, and I didn't realize that. So wait to the very last moment to fix that twisting problem because you might actually be adding more twists in the system. So that in itself is, I think, a place where a lot of people get confused. When you see twists, you bring people up to the anchor, there, there looks like there's twists there. And then even as you trace it all the way back, and you know, as you're restacking the ropes at the belay, you're just like, oh my, there's twists everywhere. It's like, there might not actually be twists in the rope. So think about that next time you're out there.